Welcome back. You're listening to episode 100 of Woo! CCP, the Caleb and Kathy podcast, also known as Counter. Woo! Oh, sorry. Counter culture prevails. <laughs> I like it. Um, so, in honor of the 100th episode, as Kathy, Woo! I believe, has preluded to since episode like three, probably. So excited to get to episode 100 so we can have a sheet cake. Sheet cake. So let's let's have a bite, folks. Yes. Kill, uh, do you today want to we are we're having a red velvet cake. <laughs> uh, the cake mix is by Duncan Hines. <laughs> Duncan sucks. Hines himself. What? The uh, a big fan of the fa- pod. <laughs> the famous baker. <laughs> um, icing also by Duncan Hines, and then some icing artistry by me, with some pink icing. Decorative icing we got from Target. Wow. I don't remember what the brand is. Can I take a bite now? Can you take over? I ate it all. That's fine. We had, we had very small pieces just because we were going to podcast, so can't fill up on cake before <laughs> podcast, and we haven't even eaten dinner yet. It could all be right. fun. You got it now, so I can eat okay. mine. In case you're wondering, the cake was very good, and we will be posting pictures of it on our Insta and twitter right and if it sounds like a uh, kitchen at a restaurant it's because we're eating this cake and that's what all the clamoring of forks against plates are and whatnot but now we are going to put it all aside let me get some fully get serious really set the mood track food, track food. we are not at a restaurant people are gonna think we're at a restaurant uh, you remember restaurants? Those were fun. I miss them. I miss them too. I haven't been to one in nine months. <laughs> okay, that was so, fun. So, that little uh, fun stuff out of the way, <laughs> more fun stuff to come. Um, this week for the podcast we watched the independent film captain fantastic i'll give you a brief background and then kathy can go into more background and why she chose it for the pod came out in 2016 uh it was distributed by bleaker street i believe we've done at least one other movie by that was distributed by bleaker street but i can't remember which one uh it had a budget of five million dollars made 23 million at the box office and was written and directed by matt ross what do you got for background? Did you say the year? 2016, I did. Okay. The genre is a comedy drama. Aren't they all? You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. This movie pre- premiered at Sundance. The runtime was two hours. And we watched it on Hulu. According to the internet, it is also on Amazon Prime. But we don't like them. According to the internet? <laughs> yeah. When you Google Captain Fantastic Streaming. I'm going away from saying Googling. I'm saying surfing the net. Ooh. Surfing the web. Surfing the net. Which do you like better? Net. Okay. Surfing the net. Okay. I was surfing the net the other day and I came across this article. But you sound like old. That's why it's that. funny. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm taking it back. Okay. Okay. You're making it cool. We're going back to surfing the net. Okay. I mean, it sounds cool. Surfing? It's yeah. It's a cool thing. Uh, so, I, so I hear. I can't do it. Yeah, I haven't done it either. It just yeah. looks cool. 
Looks hard. All right, anyway, sorry to interrupt and derail. Okay, this movie, the setting is in the Washington Wilderness, mm-hmm. which I wrote is beautiful. It is. Stunning. As though I wasn't sure. I figured probably Pacific Northwest, but I wasn't sure. I don't. Did they say, or did you just find that in your research? Research, but I think they said something about Oregon. Okay. So. But you said Washington. I I know. Well, now I'm confused. He mentioned something about Oregon, like maybe they lived there before or something. But okay. Wikipedia said the setting was Washington. Who would believe? Hmm. The movie or Wikipedia? <laughs> I trust Wikipedia with my entire finger. Choose your next words wisely. Finger. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, speaking of which, while we have you, can you uh, please donate $15? <laughs> Any little bit counts. We're struggling out here. That bit aside, I do really uh, like Wikipedia, so I don't mind giving them money. You would give them money? Yeah, Wikipedia is a good site. It has so much information. I can't tell if this is an ad or what you truly believe. Wikipedia? I look at Wikipedia all the time. I mean, I, I feel too, like they, but I don't think they it's try like their the... best to curate what is on there to make it factual. They have like all these people who independently, like the idea of Wikipedia. Sorry to derail again about the internet. Is like internet wholesome at its best like let's all come together and create this encyclopedia for the the entire world and human history yeah so anybody can have it at their fingertips it's a good premise but it's not always accurate you know that's the internet though okay so in that case the internet we wanted it's the internet we got okay all right the grandparents lived in new mexico so those are the two settings. This movie, in terms of like big actors, has Viggo Mortensen in it playing the read, excuse me, the lead role or the read role or the read. All right, Scooby Doo has checked <laughs> into the podcast, the read role <laughs> of Ben, the papa, and papa, <laughs> papa Ben. And, and then that's it. Catherine Hahn is also in this. Oh, yeah, right. She's Briefly. a big deal to me. Uh, Steve like Zahn. Steve Zahn and Catherine Hahn. And Whoa. they're like a couple in this movie. They're briefly in it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the kids are not... Mostly unknown. I feel like Bo kind of looked like I've seen him in something, maybe. I was looking at all their Wikipedias, and perhaps they just aren't, you know actors or didn't want to be but it seemed like this movie might have been a career killer for a lot of them it was like the last thing they were in except for Bo, he was in 1917 that war movie that came out last uh, year yeah about that world it? war one that's it since this because i feel like you looked like maybe maybe could have been in something i had seen yeah, but maybe that's, it was that's just possible i mean i didn't look this. at their previous works i was just saying since also, if you hear any scratching under the door, Newton is being very annoying. Newton is not our favorite right now. Because <laughs> he's being really needy. He's like, let me have your cake! No! I'm your biggest fan! <laughs> you, you haven't been on a hundred episodes. I was on one and I got kicked out, so I'm pretty famous. Okay. So, Ben, a.k.a. 
Vigo Mortensen. Whoa, 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 what are you doing? Hold on, I'm just letting people know that there's like more characters than just the two that we named. Okay. Um, has six kids. Bo Devin or Bo. Keeler Vesper Zaja or, or Zaj. And Relian. Or Rel. You forgot one. It's like Nia or something. Those were the ones Wikipedia told me about. Actually, <laughs> actually Relian wasn't even on. Well, I think I stopped writing them because I was like, this is ridiculous. But that's six, so. No. There was one named like one, Nia. One, two, three, four, five. Oh. Yeah. Okay, the, I forgot the young, one. The young boy. Nia, maybe? I, okay. I believe it was Nia. I'm sorry. He didn't. He wasn't important enough to me. All right, we're figuring out what to do with Newton. Let him in, I guess. All righty. Let's do it. So you got your background done? That's the background. Oh, right, did you, you want you wanna, me to... Yeah, talk about why you chose this. Okay. So I've been wanting Caleb to watch this movie almost our entire relationship. Pretty early on, we made a list of movies that the other hadn't seen, and... Mm-hmm. And this was on your list. This was on my list, and we had never watched it. I was like, this is a great indie movie. And Caleb likes Viggo Mortensen. I mean, you know, like, there's there's a lot to like and in this movie. And you get to see his dong in this, so. <laughs> Back-to-back weeks, we got, oh <laughs> got dongs. Goodness. Okay, Caleb. I, that is not why I picked this movie. I don't want that to be on the record. Scratch that from the record. It's staying in the recording. No! But you can scratch it from the record. That is not a reason I picked this movie. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a reason you picked the movie. Okay. All right. So that's why I wanted you to watch it, because I really liked it and you hadn't seen it. Yeah. Peen warning. Uh, this is rated R. There's, there's a bit of vulgarity, too. Yeah. F-bombs being dropped and stuff. Um, okay. It's not, it's not like that. Terrible. It's not uncut gems. Yeah. It's just like some of the kids, I would say, know more than your average child would know. And some of that knowledge may be like inappropriate in the American culture's eyes. All right. So my one sentence synopsis. Are you ready? You're going to say it's probably too vague. But here we go. Okay. Ben and his children struggle to cope with the downsides of living in seclusion. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Okay. What? I don't know if I would agree with that completely. I don't think that's what they're struggling with. I don't think they mind where they live. There's just like a Can lot. you elaborate? Yeah, like there are other elements that are kind of pulling them away from there. The fact that their mom needed um, mental health support and they're far from their extended family. That's part of living in seclusion. You're by yourself. Okay. All right. Isn't that what seclusion means? Yes, it is. All right, so... What? I like that it was a brief synopsis. That's good. Okay, thanks. What would you grade it? I mean, I would probably give it a B. Okay, I'll take it. 
All right, so that's the synopsis, so let's get into the movie. First things first. <laughs> oh, actually, I should say, mm. I wrote this down, what I knew going into it, I guess. Mm. Kind of similar to you, since you hadn't really heard much about last week's train spotting, right, before? Uh, uh, yeah. So, the only thing I knew about this movie was Viggo Mortensen was in it, because Kathy was really, like, into that. Um... <laughs> And it's then, a good actor. And then the thumbnail from Hulu. Mm-hmm. And it has them all in these like bright clothing, mm-hmm. just a blue background. So it's Captain Fantastic. I'm like, my predictions were this was going to be a movie about Viggo Mortensen calls himself Captain Fantastic. And he's like a fun-loving guy who's just trying to cheer kids up or something. <laughs> I was right. So, yeah. Good, good job, Caleb. <laughs> no. Kind of, but not really. <laughs> yeah, so our first scene, the it looks like we're watching National Geographic. There's like <laughs> a, a, a deer of some sort mm-hmm. uh, walking through the woods, and then a man jumps out covered in mud, mm-hmm. camouflage, and yeah. slits the deer's throat. Yeah. I'm just like, it's Kathy, pretty- is this your movie? <laughs> this or pretty- did I pick this? What's happening? Yeah, I kind of forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> it Like, the training, mm-hmm. I put in quotes, and, like, weapons and stuff is a part of the movie, but I don't think it's its central theme, for sure. Yeah. It's just kind of there. So you want to so talk about something? Um, I guess kind of to, like, to... Go off of the whole, like, I forgot that part. There are mm-hmm. only some parts that I remembered of this movie. <laughs> it was like your first watching. No, I mean, I definitely remembered it. I mean, that was true of I me last time I watched this when it watching... came out, which was four years ago. So. Yeah, and I mean, that was true of me watching Train Spotting last week. There were a lot of parts like, oh, I don't remember this, or I remember this character being a bigger role. Yeah, but you know how your opinion went down? Your opinion went up. I think it stayed the same. Stayed the same. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, to be fair, mine was maybe a little bit less uh, controversial. I mean, I guess there were. I mean, there was stuff. It was was trying to do some stuff. It was saying some stuff. It was saying some stuff. Um, Yeah, on that note, what? So, uh, I I had a question here. Let me me find it. What is the message of this movie? It uh, seems very subtle. On what it's trying to say. With how Ben races kids. Sorry, I, I'd written that note. Probably like halfway through where they start to travel to New Mexico to mm. go see the mom. Mm. Um, yeah. And they're passing Target and mm-hmm. all these fast food chains and stuff. I definitely don't think it's a subtle message. <laughs> but do you want me to say what yeah, I think the ahead. message is? Go ahead. Um, I think the message is that there are different ways to raise your kids mm-hmm. and that there could be extremes on any end of that. I mean, I'm, this is an extreme in terms of, like, raising your kids in a wilderness and not really exposing them a lot to the culture around them. Yeah, or, like, technology. Yeah. Um, and, like, the kids are homeschooled. Right. Um, 
and they don't know a lot about like pop culture or what it's like to just live in a town of like surrounded by other people and other kids who they aren't related to yeah so they're i guess i guess they're more secluded than i picked up on (laughs) um yeah so i i think the message is trying to say while this guy ben maybe took a extreme approach to the other end of of how to raise a kid and how to educate a kid. I think the heart was there and I think it was well intentioned. It was just, I mean, any extreme can be dangerous. Right. Um, and so, and I think he comes to that realization too. Yeah. Like, like I said, I had writ- written that like about halfway through. I think towards the end, maybe does a better job of like, showing the downside and that's why i had written that synopsis pretty late on like the downsides of that too yeah at first it's pretty heavy-handed of like oh we're better than everybody because we don't shop materialistically and we don't buy food from the grocery store we hunt our own food and don't waste Mm -hmm. and which which those are i agree in principle are good things good things but but there are a few moments we have where uh seem to go against what I would have thought Ben's philosophy would be. Mm-hmm. Op- yeah. Operation Free Food. Yeah. Free we'll, the food or whatever. We'll, we'll get to that. Okay. Sorry, okay. I'm jumping ahead a little. That's fair. You go ahead. Um, okay. So, pretty early on in the movie, we find out that the mom, Leslie, killed herself. Mm-hmm. And she had been away... For a few months from their little wilderness compound. Home. Does that make it sound too culty? <laughs> right. Their camp. There you go. It's called yeah. camp. Yeah. Because um, she was getting some needed mental help. And I don't know if it's that we find out until later on what it. Because when. He first says, like, I'm going to go see how mom's doing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, takes the bus into town or whatever so he can call on a cell phone or on a phone. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he said at that point because I was like, oh, what is she sick with? Like, that's what I was thinking. Like, does she have cancer or something or what is it? That... No, could, I think it, it does. It did say? It, didn't, it, it didn't say until towards the end that it was bipolar, but... He said in like a scientific way that she doesn't have enough. Oh yeah, I guess he serotonin did kind of say that. or whatever, and her neurotransmitters and stuff. Like yeah, mm-hmm. he kind of like follows the philosophy of not sugarcoating things. Oh, you just took my note. Oh yeah. okay, and like just being open and honest that, with his kids. Yeah, I, that's the exact words I used. I said this guy does not sugarcoat things. Literally and metaphorically. Oh. Get it? Because they, like, eat their own yeah. food and yeah. hunt their own food, so they yeah. don't put sugar on stuff. You're right. But, yeah, he's very cut and dry. Like He tells... And, and I think... To some extent. Yeah. And I think, like you said earlier, there's good to that, but, yeah, there's kind of a happy medium to be found somewhere. But I, I do agree with, you know, 
I don't know. Yeah, it's it's tough. Like I mean, with the younger ones, eh, with the ones who are older, like okay, telling, tell it to okay, them straight. That, uh, the Zaja girl or boy, whatever. She was kid, a girl. Girl, um, was at most five. No, later on we she said he says she's eight because when she, he does when they're at the uh, cousin she's eight when they're at the cousins he's like come down here oh. she's eight and she knows the bill of rights and stuff. Oh. But still, that is still very young to tell your kid. Your mom killed herself. Well, yeah. I mean, he tells everyone that. But I just meant, like, when she asks what is sex, he gives her, you know, kind of a straightforward answer. To be clear there, Kathy just said, what is sex, not what is sexy. You said, what is sex? He... (laughs) He said he right after sex, and it sounded like you said, what is sexy? Wow. Anyways... I guess she asked him what is sexual intercourse. Yeah. Yeah. And then... And then he gets her the joy of sex, the book. Yeah. Why would you give your eight-year-old that? Anyway. Um, yeah, so he doesn't... He is very honest with his kids. Which, like you were saying, I don't think it's a bad thing but i think there's like a different way of explaining for example what sex is yeah to an eight-year-old versus like an 18 year old and kathy's gonna give those two versions to us right now no (laughs) oh yeah you want me to do that if you want well i just think that like he could have said it differently didn't have to be so like be the one when a mommy and a daddy love each other very much that's not his style he's no sugar-coated oh man i can't wait to have that conversation with my child it's gonna be fun what oh man we really blew it calling uh, the the episode a few episodes ago (laughs) no sugar added that we're saying like (laughs) welcome i'm sure we'll come up with a good title yeah i mean it's episode 100 you know let let them meet cake or something Ooh, that's pretty good. Yes, definitely something to do with cake, because there is a cake in this movie as well. So. Oh, sure. Yeah. He does give them sugar at some point. Yes, but right. it's definitely earned. Um, so after that sugarcoating thing, my next note is, we've got some mm-hmm. radicalized views here. <laughs> yeah. They're intense. <laughs> the fascist capitalist pigs and... They, bigger words than I can use. They definitely repeat, like, all the stuff that they hear him saying. Right. I mean, they're out there. The only thing they have is him. That's why it seems a little culty. Yeah. Is him for news mm-hmm. or anything. And, like, all the books are his books he gives to them. So mm-hmm. they don't have any internet or even a newspaper coming in for outside news. Yeah, that's true. Well, I say that, but when they do go to town to get the mail, yeah, it does seem like magazines. they have some magazines. Yeah. So, I guess there's some... But they're all, like, educational, academic. Yeah, there's, like, a Nat Geo. Going back to Nat Geo. Um, but, yeah, the kids uh, seem very, uh, as, as we call it today, progressive, far left. I don't know. Yes. Which I, I agree with, again, agree with a lot of the things they were saying. Yeah, but the way they were saying them... Yeah, and then the other stuff they're doing around it makes it seem really weird. Like, why are we training so hard? Are we, like, 
gonna do something? Why do we need to be training with knives? I guess to yeah, the weapons kill kill the animals to eat. But then why do you need to train in hand to hand combat against other humans? That's a little well. That's to defend yourself. Who's who's gonna come up in the woods and attack you with a knife? Well, I mean, even in just like everyday society, someone could be attacked. But they live up in the woods. Okay, then it's probably an animal or maybe an intruder. Animals gonna have a knife? No, they cannot have a knife. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to like critique the movie. I like the movie. Yeah. I I definitely am not endorsing everything. If we're going he does. through like yeah, pros and cons list of Ben parenting style so far, we have a few in the pros and a few in the cons. That's kinda how I feel like it is. Like there are some things I think that might have been a question later on that I had. Is just like, what do we like about his parenting style yeah, that's, and what we don't? I, I wrote that down as well. Thoughts on his parenting but style. But I want to get but to I think a few we've, more events. We've kind of talked through it throughout. So. But yeah, we'll, we'll keep talking on it as we go. Okay. Something that was a little troubling was the whole rock climbing incident. Mm-hmm. Did it seem realistic that they could be, like, climbing that huge... I mean, maybe, like, the older kids. They were all doing it! The eight-year-old, I don't... I guess when you think about, like, when you were younger, you could climb trees and stuff. Yeah, but it was really tall. And and they're all trained like elite athletes, as he says later. But this mountain was, like, huge. (laughs) It's not realistic. Yeah, it, it wasn't mountain climbing. It was rock climbing. Like yeah. A 90 degree surface. Yeah. Anyways, what? what's the problem with that? that you have? Everything! A, it's not I thought, realistic. I thought you were going to talk specifically about uh, how Rel yeah. got hurt. Rel, like, broke his hand or wrist. Branded or something. Yeah. And Excuse ben me. Ben was just like, keep going, basically. You got this. Nobody's going to help you. It was not very sensitive to how old was Ralph supposed to be? Thirteen, which I did not agree. I I don't know younger. if they said he was thirteen. That was the cousin, Justin or Jackson or whatever. Okay, he was at least ten. Yeah, he was somewhere between ten and thirteen, probably. There was not a lot of like sympathy. Yeah, I think that's his parenting style. But I think the mom. We never meet the mom. Right. She, she dies later on. She's never on screen besides in, like, quick it's, I mean, flashbacks. we assume she was, like, dead, basically, like, the entire movie, you know? Yeah. Um, that's a harsh way to say it, Ben. <laughs> You're being, like, the character in that moment because you just didn't sugarcoat it. Assuming she was dead the entire movie? How is that? Well, because she wasn't in the beginning. We we never hear her talk, so how do we know? That was the first time he had like gone to town to. Ah, I just don't think that. I think that recently happened. Okay, this is semantics. Anyways, okay. the mom is not in the movie. But I think that she had some concerns about kind of how they were raising the kids, right. and she might have been more warm to the children than right. Ben was. She helped Bo apply for college. Yeah. Kind of in secret, too, so, yeah. Makes you wonder kind of about that relationship. Like, maybe, probably, Ben was more radical, and this was more of his idea. And she went along with it, but did have but, some concerns. But then also, later on, we find out she wrote that letter to her mom, saying she's really proud of what they've done. 
Right, but there was one letter where she didn't. But then this one comes after that. Yeah. So could be like manic episodes as well. Yeah. When she's writing them, yeah, we don't know. Okay, but we should mention that Leslie, the mom, her parents have disinvited Ben and the children from the funeral. Mm-hmm. They don't want them to go. Mm-hmm. And, they, and the grandpa said that he's going to have Ben arrested if he comes. Because they blame him for her death. It's a little harsh. And also, like, way to be in denial about the fact that your daughter has a has bipolar and some issues of her own. You know? Why was he in denial? The grandpa? Saying yeah. that it was Ben's fault that she killed herself? I think that's a lot to put on one person. Like, a lot to put on one person. Yeah. Okay, so Ben decides, forget that, we're going to the funeral. Like, at first he's like, oh, no, I don't want to go against uh, your grandparents' wishes, but now we should be there and we should celebrate your mother's life. So they go to the funeral. You want to take over? You said we were going to talk about Operation Free Food and we're the, past it now. Mm-hmm. That's oh, on the way to the funeral. This, well, we need to speed up then because we're only like 30 minutes into the movie at this point. And we're 30, second, 30 minutes into the podcast almost. Okay. Let's jump to Operation Free Food. Okay. Go for it. No, you go for it. Okay. All right. So they go to a grocery store because they're like, we haven't even mentioned Steve, another pivotal character in this movie. Their bus that they get Why around doesn't on. Steve get a cool, unique name, though? Right? <laughs> because he's a bus. <laughs> Buses don't usually have names, so that makes it unique. That's true. Yeah, that's right. You ever met a bus named Steve? You didn't <laughs> think so. Okay, so they're traveling from Washington or Oregon to New Mexico and Steve the bus and they stop at a grocery store to get some food and Ben fakes a heart attack and while he's like splayed out on the ground saying he needs um, medicine the kids steal all the food run out of the grocery store Mm -hmm. and that was Operation Free Food which doesn't really uh, align with his philosophy in my mind. Well, here's my argument for that. I guess he's fighting capitalism yeah. is what he's... Well, and he maybe would he would like a more communist approach um, where you are given... You're, you're given food? Hmm, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if they give you a chocolate cake. Yeah, that may have been pushing it. <laughs> And then he Those decides the that it's Noam Chomsky Day, and they have chocolate of course, cake. Noam Chomsky Day. So we do see a little bit of like culture clashing when they go to stay at Ben's sister's house. Mm-hmm. And you that's, see that's where you get the biggest parenting style differences, right? Because his sister and her husband. They were played by Steve Zahn and Catherine Hahn. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, raise their boys uh, differently. Like they go to public school, they play video games, they have access to technology, but they're not very nice. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think they're pretty jerky. Yeah, I would seems, hate to have seems them like in a class. typical type of kid. Unfortunately, not all kids are like typical that. Typical American kid. I don't think all kids are are like that. I hope not. They're not. Okay. I think that they're trying to show an extreme. They're trying to show a difference. Mm-hmm. Like if they. I mean, but it was also very believable. Like yeah. It was. wasn't like, oh my god, this is yeah. so far on the other side of... Yeah. Anyway, they they clash, and Ben tries, like you inferred earlier, that like he shows how his eight-year-old is smarter than both of their teenagers and stuff. And so they are getting an education, so take that! Mm-hmm. But I think it's kind of sad in that moment, too, though, because it doesn't really seem like Ben and his sister get along that well. Yeah. And and they said that, like, the brother-in-law and Leslie didn't get along well either. Like, mm-hmm. like there was just tension between those two families. And, like, what is that showing the kids? That you should just be on your own and like not depend on your family at all i think ben would agree with that but I think <laughs> his son so was dangling sad. from a mountain he said nobody's coming to help you i i don't like that see that's <laughs> where i'm not not a fan okay more like captain not a fantastic <laughs> <laughs> got it Oh, man. So, obviously, the the funeral does not go as planned. Mm-hmm. And I think we can jump ahead and kind of say that, like, there's a lot of more tension with the grandparents, and the grandparents want to take the kids away. Right. We don't need to spoil the whole movie. Cause yeah. We, I think we agree that we both liked it and would recommend watching it. 100%. Okay. Let's... Sorry. Didn't mean to knock over the mic. That would have been terrible. Do you have uh, some anecdotes you want to talk about besides, like, plot-wise? Well, I think one of the ways that... Yeah, I do. Go ahead. I think one of the ways that the movie shows that maybe the kids aren't 100% prepared for all that life entails is when Bo is interacting with... Um, the different girls in this movie that mm-hmm. he sees in like kind of the outside Very socially world. Very stunted. Yeah. He was... Although it's not that Ben is discouraging it. He says go talk to them. Yeah. Yeah. He. But they don't have any experience interacting with other opposite sex that they're not related to or mm-hmm. same sex whatever they mm-hmm. uh, prefer but yeah they don't have any experience talking to anyone their age that they're not related to that they yeah. would be attracted to. And Bo, when he's, like, arguing with his dad later on, he says, like, if it's not in a book, then you didn't teach me it, and so I don't know anything. Obviously, he's exaggerating, because he does know a lot, and Mm -hmm. he got into all these Ivy League colleges, and he's a smart guy. They all Mm -hmm. are smart. But there are some, there's different forms of intelligence 
And in terms of social and emotional, I think that they are lacking in those those areas. Mm-hmm. What about you for a random? I would say anecdote? Uh, random anecdote wise, I guess this is later on like stuff we didn't really talk about but i'll try to be not super spoilery okay so leslie wants to be cremated instead of buried Mm -hmm. she's a buddhist right so later on she gets buried but then later on they steal her body and then we go on to like later on after that and they don't get in trouble at all so that was kind of weird to me like wait so they just stole her body and nobody got arrested? I mean, I'm sure eventually they would have figured out, like... But I feel like we jump quite a bit after that. They have, like, a house in the woods and stuff. <laughs> I know, I know. It, they wrap it up real nicely, it, but... That was just, like I said, an anecdote that I thought was, like, that was kind of uh, weird. Yeah. But fitting for a kind of weird movie, you know? I think... Okay, yes, this movie had some weirdness to it. But I think to some degree it could happen in real life. I think, I think it was believable to some extent. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I didn't think it was, like, that far off. My, like, one, my one other point I would want to make before going into Final Thoughts stuff is I do agree with Ben on the interesting note that interesting (laughs) is a bland word and it adds nothing so like use different words Mm -hmm. because interesting means nothing means it's kind of it interests you like well yeah obviously if you're talking about it yeah but in america i don't know if this is the case in other places but here sometimes we use interesting when things actually aren't that interesting we just can't think of another word to say exactly or we don't want to like offend what do you think of that oh it was interesting (laughs) anyway that's all i had yeah i think interesting should be avoided if possible i think so too all right Shall we give some, like, final thoughts about this movie? Okay. Well, I, I really could keep talking about it, but I'm just, like, checking our time and... Go for it. Yeah. Oh, you want me to go first? Okay. Yeah. All right. So, I really enjoy this movie. I find it... Oh, man. If I had said interesting just then, what would you have done? I thought you were going to say fascinating, <laughs> but that might be too strong a word. No, it is fascinating. Just like, I don't think I would thrive in that kind of upbringing. I needed a lot of emotional (laughs) and social support. Depends on if you agree with the nature versus nurture argument. May have thrived and just turned out very different. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, there are some things that I liked about Ben's parroting style. Like... I think it was good that he was trying to teach the kids not to be wasteful and to be healthy and to appreciate literature Mm -hmm. and to have their own opinions. 
And would allow them to, you know, argue their opinions. Yeah, and uh, and appreciate nature and appreciate music. Like, there's a lot of good that he was doing. But he, he came on a little too strong. He took a, an extremist approach, I think. Um, Not extreme enough. Wow, okay. <laughs> no, I, I agree with pretty much all you're saying. Um, the few knocks I had against the movie were kind of stuff I mentioned that uh, like the grave robbing scene and stuff that didn't really make sense with his philosophy, the stealing scene. Um, one other thing I'd maybe mention as a knock, a slight knock against it is the cinematography that didn't like, or score didn't really, wasn't memorable to me really. I can't point out a certain shot scene or a certain musical cue coming in or anything. I mean, the but, scenery was pretty. Yeah. But, uh, but those are just some slight knocks. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm glad you picked it. Um, and like I said, the preachiness does get kind of reined in towards the end. So that was nice to see, like, that they were able to show sort of the other side. Because early on, it was like, is this just, like, a guy who made this movie just to, like, push his message oh, slash agenda God, type yeah, of thing? I don't think but so. But then they do a good job of showing the other side of it and the downsides. And Ben kind of grows as a person and realizes his faults. 100%. I do think, and I'm not going to, like, spoil the ending, but I do think that that part is what I found to be like the most unrealistic how it's just like wrapped up in a bow right a little Hollywood for a movie that wasn't wasn't. super Hollywood throughout but maybe they just couldn't figure out how to end it I don't know but just be better just be better or just like end it at the part where they're burying the mom or I did say that to you I felt like the movie had three or four possible endings like <laughs> yeah. what what is happening is yeah. the movie still going wait it's still going yeah it was a long movie it's two hours so it wasn't even that it was just like oh i thought that was an ending yeah but then it still had more and i what i will also say that i wish and like i'm only being critical because i love it so much i wish that like there was more character development with some of the kids like i didn't even remember one of the girls na- or one of the kids names and so I just feel like some kids that they they focus on a little bit more. I don't know. But uh, I, and like I would have wanted to meet the mom. But yeah, we did. It was it, unique. I mean, it does really jump into like you're in it. You know, it, like it doesn't give any walk up to like oh, here's how we got here. Background, yeah. But I, I mean. But that's okay. Not yeah. every movie needs that. You can fill it in for yourself and any interaction with like the extended family. I feel like they were giving some background mm-hmm. information. Alright. Alright, so those are our thoughts on Captain Fantastic. Should we rank this? I think we should. Okay, let's do it. That was fake disdain, guys. I really do want to rank it. Good. You should say your number first. Okay. I had it at 12 or 13. What? Uh Uh-oh. Caleb, this is definitely a top 10 movie. Okay. Uh, 12 or 13 wasn't that far away. Where'd you have it at? Three. 
three? I don't know about that. This ain't I, better than Portrait of Leo. Five. I, I would go go three to eight. That is the range I'm going to go to. <laughs> That's I'm a not, wide range. Thank yeah. you. Um, I could go above Honey Boy. Yeah, see, that's what, that was my boundary. <laughs> I think the one I love, though, I thought that was pretty good and unique. Uh, I, I'm a sucker for our... those, like, psychological thriller type things. So. No, I, I like that movie, too. I just think that there are a few, like, way up ahead that I don't agree with. Well... I'm sorry, Kathy. Parasite is going to reign supreme. And you only put it at three anyway, so... I guess the real thing you're uh, qualming about is Portrait of on Fire. That is correct. Well, I'm sorry. It's staying there. Fine, whatever. I don't care. What about five? Could you... Five? Could you deal with five? Uh... Fine, Eight. Oh, hold on. I'm just thinking. Sorry. I'll do six. How about that? Ahead of Totally Behind Infinitely Polar. Okay. Or I, I like know, this I could, more I could than see, Infinitely Polar. I think that they have I a could lot see of it connections. Going, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's a bipolar character in each one. Yeah. Uh, I could see it above that. Okay. I could even see it above Francis Hall. I just don't want it in front of Portia okay. on fire. I feel like Francis Hall is more... Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I came back. Four? Four? Yeah, I can do four. Four? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. I love... I love it. I love it. Okay. All right, and since this is our 100th episode, I know this is just like podcast nightmare, probably me just listing these out, but since this is our 100th episode no. and this is 40... No? We're going to list all the movies. Okay, you have literally one minute at the most. All right, here we go. From 1 to 40. Parasite. Never Let Me Go. Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Can you stop? <laughs> you got to pick it up, buddy. Captain Fantastic. Francis Ha. Infinitely Polar Bear. Tully. The One I Love. Honey Boy. Bad Education. Men, Women, and Children. Uh, the Boy Downstairs. If Beale Street Could Talk. The Half of It. Mid-90s. Outside In. Your Sister, Sister. The End of the Tour. Train Spotting, Wakefield, The Florida Project, The Last Word, Winter's Bone, Uncut Gems, Lucky, On the Rocks, The Unknown Girl, Blair Witch Project, Person to Person, everybody's loving this, Why Live You Can... Oh, that's not the name of the movie. This is a (laughs) weird poster for The Kings of Summer. Brick, Donnie Darko, The Lighthouse, High Fidelity, Never Rarely, Sometimes Always, In a Relationship, Troop Zero, Dazed and Confused, Operator, Who Are We Now? Whew! That was necessary. Why? Because now we are going to reflect mm-hmm. on what we thought of okay. making all these independent movies. So okay. now I listed them all. What are your thoughts? I don't know if I'll have music here since this is not a normal oh, segment. Yeah, this that's... might just be part of rankings. Okay. So I have three thoughts. Ready? Hit me with them. Because we got to be, you know, brief. I'm surprised that Parasite stayed at number one the entire time that is kind of surprising to me as well but like every time i look at it and i think back i'm like that was a good movie i really liked it i mean yes but i don't know if it's number one what would you have at number one never let me go okay that was my favorite that was really good for the pod like for i would our independent pod i would say parasite is still a better movie but that one that's the one I'm really proud of because I've never heard anybody talk about this movie. And it was actually really good. Yeah. And I don't know how we stumbled into it. But 
I'd highly recommend. It was really good, and yeah. you like a cool sci-fi story, but like pretty grounded. Yeah, I would say that I also watched a lot of movies that I never would have watched. And will never watch again. Yeah, there were some serious doozies in this movie. In this serious dudsies. Doozies, dudsies in this uh, year. Sorry, not in this movie. I will say I'm glad that we watched two Lynn Shelton movies. I want to watch more of hers. I, th- I think that she has some um, unique films. So that was a highlight mm-hmm. for sure. Like there were there were some good ones. I will say that the ones that are kind of based on a true story, I'm always a sucker for. You know, like Honey Boy, Bad um, Education. Yeah, I guess those. Uh, Infinitely Polar Bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Parasite. Mid '90s to some extent. It's based on Wakefield. Wakefield? Oh God, no! <laughs> I actually like that movie like more that, than that. That is that is one of the other ones. That it's like that never, was it. I never would have watched that. And then let us never forget Lighthouse, Monkey Pump. <laughs> oh my God! I I don't know how I got through that movie because <laughs> it was just so wild. I did not enjoy that movie. That was a bad movie. I think I fell that, that is surprising to me that that ended up so low on our list. What? Lighthouse. Because you thought it was going to be an incredible movie? I did think I would like it more. I don't think I liked it that much, but I just thought just how crazy it was. Not crazy, sorry. I know we're trying to not say that. How chaotic. Out there. Out there, unique, for sure. Yeah. It was. It was trying too hard, I think, to be all those things. You think so? Uh, I love how we, how many times have we argued about uncut gems um, <laughs> that, that throughout was this year? Seriously, like uh, a milestone, like, no, it is going ahead of this, or no, it's going Mile behind marker, uncut yeah. gems. And it ended up right around the middle at uh, 23, or 24, I think. I feel like I also need to take this moment to apologize for making you watch those Emma Roberts movies, because they were not good. I can admit that. <laughs> That's okay. As long as you're willing to admit it. Yeah. But it was it was kind of a cool experiment. No, yeah. I, I enjoy an indie movie. Yeah, and I think the ranking of it was, made, fun. was, was fun, and hopefully we didn't take it too seriously. That made us, like, compare things a little bit. Mm-hmm. And oh, wow. for movies I... you may not normally compare, but we tried to, you know, keep them somewhat tied together by they're all independent, so there's that. You know, they're yeah. all, like, smaller budget. As I'm looking at the movies, one that you felt strongly about that you didn't like, Troop Zero, you hated that movie. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. feel, I feel like I probably harshed on it a little you too much. definitely did. So I'll apologize to you for oh, that one. Oh, that's sweet. We both have things we regret. Yeah. Nice. I mean, I still don't think it was a good movie, but... Oh, my God. <laughs> you can't double back on an apology. That's uh, not nice. Yeah. I, yeah. I think this was fun. <laughs> it was a good time. I watched a lot of movies... Uh, that people have heard of, and a lot of people, a lot of movies people hadn't heard of. Yeah. And I think there, we found some 
some hidden gems in there. And Definitely. Found some hidden turds in there, too. <laughs> <laughs> and I say after next week's episode, we will announce our new direction. Newton now has his paw completely under the door. Dude, you're not getting back in. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not how guests work. You were kicked out. Just let him be himself. Yeah, so we can maybe talk about that after next week's podcast if we yes. have time. Yeah. If not, we will talk about it at some point. When it happens. <laughs> so this is our last podcast of the year. Yeah. yeah. I hope uh, this will go up after Christmas and Kwanzaa and Hanukkah's already over and Boxing, New Year's. Boxing Day. New Year's. This will go up before New Year's. It will. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like... <laughs> So I hope everybody had a good holiday with their families and or not uh, or distance if you if you did it that way to keep it safe. Do we usually have a segment to get into next week? Yeah, we do. I'm okay. sorry, I was. It just seemed like a time to do it. Um, yeah, if we're good on our reminiscing, I, f- I feel reminisced. Move into what we're talking about next week, even though we've said it multiple times. Yes. <laughs> Next week, we will be doing our third annual mm-hmm. Albums of the Year. Yes. Done it for 2018. 10. We've done it for 2019, and now it's time for our top 10 albums of 2020. Mm-hmm. Some good ones this year. If you've been listening closely to Currently Captivating Positive throughout, you might have mm-hmm. caught some of our possible yeah. albums, because mm-hmm. those are things we are usually uh, into. We both very much enjoy music, and I look forward to talking about that. And hopefully getting some recs to people. Yeah. Um, and we're going to try. I th- we still haven't tested with it, so we'll we test may. with it before next week <laughs> to see if this works. And I believe it'll only be available on Anchor for this type, but they... And Spotify. And right. maybe Spotify. Anchor was purchased by Spotify, so they have this new feature where you can add in music from Spotify, and it'll be like a 30-second clip of a song. So we're going to try to do that maybe and then put a 30-second clip of like our favorite song from each album we do so that you can hear a little something of what the band sounds like if you mm-hmm. listen on Anchor or possibly Spotify. Again, I'll have to look up it. that and we're going to do some testing to see how it sounds. Yeah. But that's what we're doing next week. Get your, uh, get your best cans out, you audiophiles. We're going to be doing some music. Cans, it's head- headphones. Oh. For those in the know. All right. Spend time with your loved ones safely. Wear a mask. <laughs>